This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Production services by Sidekick Media Services. And listeners like you supporting us at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Time to get geeky, get awesome. It is the awesome cast. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter here in the Sorgatron Media Studio in Pittsburgh, PA. Did I forget where I was for a moment? That's that's quite possible. Uh, but we are ready to get geeky. We got a hell of a show lined up for you and a very special guest. Uh, but first of all, going down the line, the co-host. First of all, he's for uh, represents Big Bank International Esquire. Wink. Uh, our buddy Chilla from Studio D. The his first episode of 2021. He did take a week off. Uh, that some has some things to deal with but i hope everything's going all right over there yeah everything's everything's going well and it's it's good to be back in the new year um i I ask him these questions as if we don't talk off air because we don't because he drops right in and say let's go so this is literally us catching up (laughs) and then 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 i turn into a pumpkin at at like eight o'clock so what Oh yeah, you turn into a pumpkin at eight o'clock. That's why we. That's why this is the most prompt show that we do. Uh, but also with a social media extraordinaire uh, and recent guest of the Jagoff podcast that we got to listen to this week, Dutters. Hi, I pulled. Did you? We didn't tell Chilla that I pulled a Chilla during that uh, when we did the special edition social media podcast, and I forgot to unmute myself when I was the only guest. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a moment. I was like, uh, and I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, you're the only one here. This is getting really <laughs> awkward. Uh, <laughs> how are you doing, Katie? Good, good. Doing well. Um, cold, but you know. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's one of those like, no, bring it, bring it, bring your bring your hoodie every time you leave the house stop thinking you're okay it's going to get colder <laughs> the, the sun isn't as warm as it looks yes <laughs> exactly and we have a very very special guest this is somebody that i i first encountered back in probably around 2007 when she had a wonderful cable access show on pc tv <laughs> i happen to be in a rap group with an awkward name uh it is the button pusher of uh of uh, uh grind city yes sir <laughs> hi everybody <laughs> Uh, so glad to have you on the show. You 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 are you are a a a new media mogul yourself uh, there on the other side of the city. We'll get into the details of that uh, uh, here later in the show. But how are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm trying to figure out how you work in this Google. Hey, you got to teach me this, <laughs> dude. I've been doing it a little different, and I like this. I, I like how you guys. How, yeah, yeah. We gonna talk later, uh, but. I, I, I am very excited to be here. I get to be my whole true geeky self today, so this is awesome. Uh, you know, because I'm an old rapper, so I'm used to having to try to be cool when I'm not really that cool. So That's this right. Is awesome. I, I, I apparently gave her a lot of grief because we came on. Uh, our name was Crap, and the and the song was about monkey poo uh, on cable access. Uh, <laughs> PCTV, man. So we we were very. Very Not different to bring than the rest. race card in it, but these were the only <laughs> these are the only white dudes on my show, <laughs> and they're, they're called crap, and they sing a song called "The Monkey Slings Poo." 
Yes, we so did. We the rappers. We did edit. We did edit it. You did. You did very well. But all the other rappers are looking at me like, "Are you serious, Paris? <laughs> like, what is this? It's called crap. It's exactly what you know." Um, and they did very well, actually. They did very well, and they actually came back and videoed me because they liked the show so much mm-hmm. and did a little uh, video on me. And you guys were actually the first people to shoot my very first music video um, that had been done by someone else. And it was like this crystal clear quality. I was like, I have to learn this. So thank you for being an inspiration on making me um, become who I am because you've always had high quality stuff. So I got to get some, everybody has glasses. All right. I feel so unnerved. <laughs> I feel like so unnerdy right now. Well, I, I'm hurt. Cause I can't even see. That's the bad thing. I need glasses and I don't have any. And you know, I'm feeling so, so sad right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. My fellow techies. I don't we, have we, my class. We need to just drop like a Snapchat filter on you right now, right? <laughs> I, well, I can't. I mean, I wouldn't be able to read the screen, let alone the keyboard or the time on a on a watch if I didn't have my glasses on. Well, I've been feeling my way through for so many years now. <laughs> we'll get you. Well, this will be the one you'll embrace it after this show so you can get your geek cred, right? So. Oh, right. Absolutely. <laughs> I got to get my geek cred. Uh, but what, hey, I want to talk more about what you're doing over there at Grind City. But in the meantime, we got to do some business. Please, everybody, go check out everything at awesomecast.com. Email us at awesomecast at sorgatronmedia.com if you have any comments or if you're interested in any advertising uh, opportunities that we have with the show or the great network with sorgatronmedia.com. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at awesomecast. Our Facebook is where the most is happening facebook page is where uh this show goes live every tuesday at uh, uh 7 p.m eastern time as well as over on the youtube page it goes live there and the sorgatron media twitch all at the same time so however is more convenient for you to watch the show a lot of the chat room including my mom in the chat room on facebook but also please follow the facebook group for the awesome cast we share a lot of stories throughout the week uh dave potter uh, uh, amanda narcissi of uh bold pittsburgh uh shared a few uh things that are in our rundown hopefully we can get to him here and uh please subscribe to the show please rate the show uh look for the awesome cast it's the one that sounds like this as there's a couple of other out there it's but we got the dot com so that's important thank you rob de la Creta. um also thank you to our audio partners our streaming partners our friends at the 405 media.com are still carrying the show after all these years we haven't scared them away yet and our new friends at postindustrial.com have also been sharing what we've been doing on the awesome cast and the geekiness thank you to our patreon supporters at patreon.com slash awesome cast you guys are literally helping keep the lights on here in the studio uh, our friends at the coffee club level matt weller john DeGore, john carmen and the newest um the newest patreon that we introduced last uh, week uh, that joined us on the show a couple weeks ago, Cynthia Klosky, and our friends at the fan of the show level, Michael Fedor, pghmuseums.org, our friend at the Professor Buzzkill podcast. Just listen to the latest episode. It's very timely. I'm not getting into why on this show. And Dave Potter, um, they're among, you could be among them and support this show if you like what we're doing here at patreon.com slash awesomecast. So let's get into our awesome things of the week. And Katie, I'm going to go with you first so I can get a breath. <laughs> um so yeah, a couple oh gosh it's, uh, right before the end of the year we had amanda narcissi of bold pittsburgh on the show on the awesome cast and we did the show with her and we were just kind of chit-chatting with her after the show and through bold pittsburgh she wanted to do something 
to help our local restaurants because everybody's trying to keep their local restaurants around because we need them, we love them, and we want to do whatever we can to help them out. And she was working on um, something and we just kind of, we were kind of going back and forth and pitching, you know, ideas and stuff and came up with a hashtag, hashtag my PGH takeout, an easy, simple hashtag you use uh, across social media. If you're, you know, if you're grabbing whatever Permanis Eaton Park, you know, get fancier than that. Uh, you could send, send a picture, you, know, you post it on Instagram, like check out my hashtag, my PGH takeout. And I was cool. The trip covered it, uh, interviewed Amanda and myself to ask us about the whole, how the hashtag started and, and inviting people to use it. And uh, our friends over at Yajagoff, uh, John and Rachel invited me on and um, oh, just, I just going to blank out on her name uh, about uh, there was someone else with the me too. <laughs> Amanda couldn't be on the show. So she sent somebody else. And uh, they, we talked about the hashtag and I also got to talk about like my whole cancer journey along the way too. But yeah, we, so we've got this whole cool hashtag going now. Um, so if you're looking for something to eat in the Pittsburgh area, check out hashtag my PGH takeout. Um, if you're getting takeout, post a picture so then you can send folks to you, the, your favorite restaurant and you know, we can all eat good food together. That's good. That's good. I, I've definitely been I've definitely been like Chipotle or bus lately, other than buddies at Slice. So I haven't been exploring as much as I probably should be. So um no, this is good. There's some good looking stuff on here. Yeah, I'm just looking at the trib article itself. So mm-hmm. yep. Oh, there's some good things. Like there's a lot of a hidden gem restaurants, you know, depending on what part of town you're in, you might post something that no one else knows about. Um, and you're like, Oh wait, I gotta go check them out. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, our friends over uh, Yin's Love Barbecue, BBQ. I know they post stuff all the time that they're eating, and I want to go wherever they're going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever things are up and about. I need to. I need to share some of the tacos from across the street. I, I know uh, John also put on your jag off uh, yesterday. I think like best tacos in town. I'm like, yeah, across the street from the studio all the time. Like I, I <laughs> but uh, over at uh, Las Palmas here. But uh, yeah, no, that's great. That's awesome. That was a nice surprise to hear that you guys were in there, and, and it was just like a, an off conversation you guys had after the show too. Um, that I, I love that's getting so much uh, 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 looks. So oh, and Amanda, sweetheart, uh, is just let me know it's Elise from Bergnosh. That was who, and she had, um, and she was the best, one of the best of Pittsburgh's, I think, a food blog winner. Um, and she said, Amanda also said that restaurants are using the hashtag too, so you can, uh, everybody can, you know, we'll share it every which way. Good, we got a good community <laughs> here. They, they're they're paying attention and. I'm sure they actually have a lot of time on their hams too. So, uh, Bergnosh, that's that was right. Bergnosh, so, mm-hmm. Bergnosh, awesome. Uh, Chilla, what is your awesome thing of the week? So my awesome thing of the week comes out of CES. Um, what? It has been on Kickstarter and a couple other Indiegogo, but. I don't know. I, I was surprised to hear from family members and others at Christmas time, the number of people that wanted a Bluetooth speaker for their shower. Um, <laughs> I think my, my, my soon to be brother-in-law got one that like suction cupped to the wall. Um, I know others that it was just, it, it got like kind of like the almost echo looking type device, but it, it's waterproof. This comes from, I'm guessing it's pronounced Ampere. A-M-P-E-R-E. It's a Bluetooth shower speaker, but it's powered by the flow of water. So you kind of put it in between what? the shower head 
Um, and it will provide up to 20 hours um, without a charge of audio playback over Bluetooth, which I thought is pretty impressive. Um, I don't know how many people would spend 20 hours in their bathroom without running the shower to at least recharge it. So you'd probably never have to pull it off. Yeah, you'd be um, surprised. <laughs> A lot of reading getting done in there. That's right. <laughs> but uh, I, I just thought it was a pretty cool concept. And, I mean, obviously, um, not having to plug something in, not having to worry about keeping something charged, um, not having to worry about water damage. Um, thought it was pretty cool. And then also, on top of that, it's made from 100% recycled plastic recovered from the ocean. So you're also contributing to... Um, our environment by buying this device but like i said pretty cool concept you want to listen to a podcast whatever you want to have playing while you're while you're in the shower um i may actually get this for I, i'm really curious about this i'm really curious I, I got a really old shower i don't even know if i want to attempt this on on what i have in my house but 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 but, for, but yeah. i mean from the i mean you could always go get an eight dollar replacement shower head and just shove this on the uh, shove I'm more worried about it. I'm more worried about the piping uh, uh, <laughs> so all that needs redone um I, I want to state that you know this is a hydro powered smart speaker like I, I, that's there's, yeah there's no other electricity it's not like yes. you're running electrical don't try to run electrical through your shower, your shower. Um, <laughs> <laughs> bad news so if that happens, bad things very well are very likely to happen yes um, Jeez. but yeah so it's yeah it's hydro powered bluetooth speaker wow that's awesome um, um only a hundred dollars but actually that's that's the cost of a good um amazon echo speaker too so um that's better than I don't know if you have so I have so I listen to a podcast when I when I take the shower um and and when you want to skip the commercial or or something or respond to your Google Home it's like out there in this echoey shower room and you yell and it can't hear you because of all the echo or it can't understand you so it, it actually would solve a little bit of a problem there so uh yeah, it, yeah. it actually has like a forward back pause power button so buttons you, on you it you have some options what else you're going to do with it too. I mean, if you're just playing a playlist and you want to yeah. skip songs or whatever. Yeah. That seems easy enough. Wait, 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 wait. You're right there. The voice is going to be able to do that too. And say next song. So my awesome thing, I spent a little bit of time on this. I didn't spend a whole ton of time on it, but I love seeing everybody else kind of kept me up updated on this. Now, listen, I watched like a part of a football game the entire season. I, I don't watch football anymore. I just, just not, not a thing that I do anymore for reasons. Um, but when somebody told me that Nickelodeon was carrying one of the playoff games this past Sunday, which was the Saints and the Bears, um, and uh, it was carrying a Nickelodeon in true Nickelodeon style. Uh, if you didn't see, so so they had a separate announce team. Then I believe it was being carried on CBS at the time. I think I actually have a note in here about that. Um, but they were. They kind of spruced the game up a little bit for it. Uh, and I'm trying to put this big because, you know, you got your Nick NFL in the corner. But whenever they did the lines, um, the graphics were different. There was slime in all of the the markers. And when you got a touchdown, there were slime cannons 
3D slime cannons in the end zone. They had other like kind of blocky 3D um, looks. They're like taught. They're pretty much explaining the game as they go. If you're if you're a kid and you know you're or, or just somebody that doesn't watch football and don't understand the rules, they had cardboard cutouts of Ninja Turtles and SpongeBob and Rugrats in out there uh, that which they would shoot to. Uh, I believe the coach of the Saints got slimed after the show, like physically slimed after the show as well. Um, they had somebody from. I don't know, some Nick show, some actress, young actress on there, and they're basically explaining the game to her. And while they were, while I was tuned in, she was asking when do they go to the bathroom during <laughs> the game. <laughs> so, like, you know, the important questions when you're trying to understand football for the first time, right? <laughs> so, um, this is a great concept. I hope they do more. Um, our buddy Mad Mike from over at the Wrestling Mayhem Show. We've been talking. We, we, I think I don't know if we brought this up on the show or afterwards last night, uh, but he was saying that they need to give this. Like he was saying, they need. He, he was first thing they need to do this for the Super Bowl. But of course, they're not going to do that because enough with the Super Bowl. But they got to give this to something that doesn't matter, like the Pro Bowl, where they can really have fun and just really slime those guys. Uh, <laughs> You know, because I, I, why not at this point, right? Um, according to um, R- Richard Deitch on the on the Twitters, CBS says that St. Bears drew 30 million viewers on CBS, 2 million on Nickelodeon, which uh, uh, se- seems to exceed what probably the executives expected on Nickelodeon. I can't imagine much on Nickelodeon getting 2 million viewers like that. Not, you know, not and all my cable uh, math comes from WWE. So (laughs) it's all I know about ratings because they talk about every damn week on the wrestling news since, you know, the late 90s. Um, But uh, yeah, so it's I I know it's for the kids, but man, it it, it kind of it kind of rejuvenated some interest in at least I tuned in for 20 minutes, you know, uh, to this game to hear them talk about where they pee. So, did you guys catch any clips? This is all over Twitter on Sunday too. Did you see any clips or anything or, or responses to it? I personally did not, but I, I'm interested to know how many people like if in our household, like if Christopher turns on the TV, it's pretty much that's the first channel he goes to. Mm. So, I'd be interested in knowing like. Was it uh, like, how did they calculate the number? I'm totally believing that I would even, I would even hazard to guess that that number was probably like constant viewership too. It wasn't like someone turned it on and then just flipped the channel. Yeah, that's um, uh, there's a whole math between quarter hours and things like that. Again, I know because of WWE, uh, <laughs> uh, but that's like the number for the that's like your average number, I think, for the entire game, if I understand correctly. So, um, but no, I, I think it's it's pretty cool. So, all right, well, we got the button pusher here, and uh, and we're gonna uh, I, so so you you you're doing a lot of stuff over there. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> tell us a little bit about about Grind City and what what you're putting together over there. So, um, Grind City is the oh wow, 
Ground City is like the morph of my first company, JPB. So JPB was this huge dream I had that we needed this independent media for independent artists, right? Uh, because we, I felt that um, especially local artists uh, in any city weren't getting any coverage. Uh, you'd go to the shows, you didn't hear anything else after the show, you barely heard something before the show, there was no news person, nobody mm-hmm. with a mic and a mic flag out there. So I began that journey. Uh, many years ago. Uh, and I really just ran it out of my basement and did things on PCTV for like 17 and a half years. Uh, which is uh, so which is our local cable access for those not familiar with it. Yeah, local cable access, public access channel. Um, and uh, Grind City is the brick and mortar of that. So uh, here I have my own music production studio, my own photography studio in my own TV studio um, so that I can create, help others create every part of what's needed to put together a television production mm-hmm. and then stream it to our own Roku channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's kind of what I have going on over here. That's awesome. So it's a, you, you moved from that. So, and I've been seeing you, you're, you've been sorting things out uh, uh, over the last several years. How did you land on Roku and what is that process? Like I, I've been poking at Roku for years for, for some of the productions that I do around here, especially at the pro wrestling stuff. Like, like how was that kind of on board to kind of create a, a, a Roku station like that? Well, I have been doing some, a little bit of research of where I, what I can do next. Right. Because the public access channels are saturated mm-hmm. in this city and other cities. And when I, uh, when I, was first part of PCTV, uh, I was able to kind of syndicate my shows to different cities and uh, things that I, and, and we really blew up. Uh, but what occurred uh, as time went on, it's very hard to keep trying to push your show to these different cities with all these different times and they have different rules and they want you to do this. And so I was like, where else could we go? I had JPBTV Network, which was internet TV. Uh, and it was still like, there has to be, I have to do something bigger mm-hmm. uh, to expand my reach uh, and start poking around what company does what uh, as far as getting you set up with Roku. I try to build my own Roku channel. I'm not that geeky. <laughs> Guess I don't have those glasses yet. So um, we'll get them. Yet. I, I'm going to get them. I'm going to get them. But I found a company that, um, helps you build the platform Mm -hmm. and not only allows you to build that platform for Roku, but when you're ready and you have the finances, you can take that same channel and put it on uh, uh, Amazon, put it on Apple TV, put it on Samsung, all of the places now where people are watching television. Mm -hmm. So I decided to go with this company. It's called TV Startup. At first, they drove me crazy because uh, when you're in used to controlling your own stuff and people don't get back to you in a timely fashion, you're like, what are you doing with my money? What are you doing? I know I can do it if you just show me how to do it, right? <laughs> yeah, just I'll give me the it. instructions and we go, right? So, That's all I need. Mean. <laughs> I'm very click, familiar. Click, click, uh, but what I found was uh, it's very cool to be able to uh, – one thing that I always wanted to be able to do was schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was unable to do that um, with uh, mobily. 
uh, when I had JPB TV, the network, I was able to do it if you watched on a computer, but not on a mobile device. So I was very excited to be able to combine um, this one channel to my website, to my mobile app, and to Roku, and soon it'll be on these other places. Um, and it'll be one place that I program, one place that I schedule, one place that I upload, and boom, and it goes out. But uh, Roku is one of the highest, as far as uh, people being involved with streaming TV, Roku is actually the leader. A lot of people think it's Amazon. It's really not. It is Roku. Um, and they are good uh, as far as building more bridges internationally. Mm-hmm. They're starting to expand their base. Um, and then the other aspect is TVs are coming with Roku now. Yeah. They're, they're, it's built inside the TV. So when I began to look at where I was going to put my channel first, a lot of people were like, why do you put it on fire, fire stick? Because that's an extra device that someone has to buy. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes they may not be in a position to do that. Uh, but these TVs now, as soon as you buy, they're coming with Roku. So we're already in your TV. All you have to do is type our name and add us. I wanted to do a channel that was free. I wanted to do a channel that uh, was free for the producers. Um and, you know, just find other ways to generate revenue. I think we work very hard on creating our content, right? So why charge somebody for something that they're already spending their time and their money? And it's this stuff costs money to do. So yeah. I wanted to put the best indie content from all over the place. And I'm still building this. We're up to about 16, 17 producers now um, from different states. I got two from Pittsburgh two from PA and two more that are producing shows at my production house. Other than that, we're talking Houston, Jersey. Uh, we're talking uh, Georgia. We're talking whew, goodness, Maryland. Well, I mean, just all over the place where these people are submitting uh, content. And now we're getting to the point where people are submitting us exclusive content where it'll drop on our channel first play there and then they'll put it on their website soon i'll be offering a way for them to stream live to that will be something that uh i have to pay for naturally but uh if you want it to go live to the channel when i stream i stream live to the channel so i just wanted to offer people like myself who may not have all of the things that we have to create like so you have a whole studio i have a whole studio everybody doesn't have that right yeah, yeah. so but they are creating and they're creating good stuff so i wanted to find a way to continue to work with independent media uh but say hey i don't have to do it all these guys are these people are out here doing great stuff let's find a nucleus let's build an umbrella because mm-hmm. the more people that says grind city farther it's going it's easier than me just saying it i'm a little short fat person it, it doesn't go very far my my lungs only put so much out so now we have all these people with the logo and their show and pushing it on their social media so it's starting to expand and we're the root to that tree uh, so i'm very excited about it very very excited about it absolutely i think it's really important you know you and i both kind of got up to this because we spent so many years in our own basement figuring this out. <laughs> so, to, and the more that you're able to um, help people kind of get, you know, get going kind of uh, uh, with a little more behind them so they can get straight to making the content uh, instead of spending 10 years in your basement, <laughs> like, a, like I, like I did, uh, you know, like that, that means more good stuff is going to come out. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's that's what I want them to do. Continue to focus on your content. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've had shows that when they first came to the network, they were. eh, Yeah, I still gave them a chance. And you look at these shows now and, and, and our channel hasn't even turned a year yet. It turns a year in March. So we're up to twenty eight hundred subscribers on Roku right now. And um, our goal was 10,000 within the first three, three and a half years, uh, because then we can really broadcast and promote on Roku itself. Yeah. So our goal is to get those 10,000 subscribers, but to see them take it seriously and, and put pride in, and you see their shows improving and commercials and people are paying the advertise on their show generate finance mm-hmm. generate it in your show why not i'm not taxing you you know what i'm saying get it in there because the more people who are promoting on your show the more people who are watching your show the more people are saying grass city tv network and we can get that name synonymous with independent content creation and exposure then we are building something major here. And I'm just thrilled to be the little short, fat person that's going, <laughs> hey, I did that. Yay. And I'm getting glasses this month. I ain't uh, getting them. Oh, <laughs> love it! I've been watching. You know, I, I, you know, I, I feel I feel like we don't get to as content creators, we don't get to um, consume each other's content too often. But I, I've always had the uh, you know, okay, you know, in my feed, like okay, what's up? Oh, there's some new stuff coming. Okay, there's some news. I get the emails, uh, <laughs> everything going on over there, uh, and of course we contribute our thing through indywrestling.us. We've been showcasing a lot of local on the network. Get your popcorn. And come watch indie wrestling, man. Yeah. Wednesday night, 11 p.m. Quit planning. Come on, Wednesday night is the new show. Friday night's a repeat, and Monday's a repeat because we love <laughs> indie wrestling. We're not playing over there. I might, yes. I might slip some of the wildest stuff I can think of in there. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> when do you get to these Beastman matches I've been working on today? Uh, <laughs> But uh, no, it, I think it's a it's a great thing, and, and seeing that you, you know I, I've been seeing the pictures of the studio and everything like that, and uh, and, and 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 I'm just and I had that thought. I was like, she's making her own, she's making her own cable access, she's making her own thing over here. Like, but 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 more than you know, amazing. Uh, today, Monica and Monica was like the premier production person at uh, PCTV. Uh, for many, many years when I was there, I learned so much from today. She came to Grind City. She mm-hmm. had never been there before. Today she came and she's not even in TV anymore. And she came to Grind City and her the tears in her eyes. The tears in her eyes, the pride for her to say, you know, so so many people have come through PCTV and they love, they play. They don't take it for serious right and she said you did it you actually went and did it and i kind of was like yeah yeah i kind of did do it yeah because you do you, when you're doing stuff sometimes you don't sit back and go hey good job you're con- yeah. we're constantly building we're constantly going and i know i'm my, my heel was steep i'm trying to compete with abc's on roku yeah you know yeah. hbo's on roku so these are huge 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 networks with money and i'm this little fish so for someone to come in and say you know what i see you i was kind of like yeah 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 i did but i learned so much from public access television and the passion it takes to build something like this is that like yo 17 years in my basement I kind of deserve this. So, <laughs> Seven, I saw that when I came to your studio, I was like, "Yo, this is amazing." 
you gotta we, come over here man we we try i wish i could have people over here still so uh right. but uh yeah we're we're just waiting just waiting keeping the couch warm for everybody for when we're allowed to do that but no i love the visit i actually do want to want to check out what you're doing over there so you did visit we did uh we did a show for a little bit called uh, rap gamers i think what uh was, yeah, that was the show right cool bro i'm not a gamer this guy <laughs> the interview guy he puts me on this game. I don't know what I'm doing. I told you I'm a semi-nerd geek kind of sort of on the stuff that I know how to do, right? So he's kicking my anal, man. He's kicking. He's beating me down in this game. And they're like, well, what you do for a living? Really, bro? I'm trying to figure out how the joystick work. He want to interview me like right now, bro? It was horrible. It was horrible. It was fun to watch. Time. It was great. Um, but no, some great stuff. Again, where can people uh, check out uh, Grind City and, and what's going on over there? Oh, real easy. If you do have a Roku TV or device, just simply type in Grind City TV Network uh, and you'll see us. We'll pop right up. Uh, we have the on-demand list. There are quite a few on-demand lists uh, of NT content creation that is there. We also have our affiliates that are there, uh, but we do have programming. So if you click the white box, it'll take you to what is playing in rotation. It is not a standstill channel. It is constantly planned, 24 hours, seven days a week. I'm constantly programming this. If you don't, by chance, have a Roku TV or device, you can simply go to grindcity.biz. The exact same thing that's playing on the channel is playing on the web. Website, and you can also download our mo- our mobile app on Google Play, Grind City there TV. Is. Yep. Uh, and if you have an iPhone, I don't want to hear it, you iPhone people. Just go to your browser, right? <laughs> Apple wants money. I'm getting there. Go to your browser and type in GrindCity.biz and check us out. There you go. There you go. It all works across the board. Go check it out. Some good content. Uh, and uh, uh, buttons, hang out here. We got a lot of stories, and I'd love to get your input at, or you know, geek out with us for a little bit longer. All right, no problem. Uh, again, I want to give a shout out to our friends over at Slice on Broadway. Uh, they've been supporting Pittsburgh podcasting for the perfect pepperoni pizza for most of our awesome cast existence. That's almost 10 years that they've been uh, hanging out with us. That's really awesome. Uh, and uh, we, we, we look again when we can get people in the studio, I can't. Listen, every Tuesday night was basically a pizza party when we came over here, okay? Uh, so I can't wait for the Tuesday pizza party to come back. And uh, But thank you to our friends, three locations, Beachview, Carnegie, and the East End. Uh, and uh, go check them out. And use that hashtag. What was that hashtag again, Katie? She's hashtag takeout. There you go. If you get some slice, make sure you get them on that hashtag too. Um, so they got some really good stuff down there. So see, see, working it in. That's that's. There you go. Uh, all right, let's touch on some of the news from this week. Oh, oh, where do we want to hit up first, Katie? You got some social media news for us. Uh, okay. So there's a couple things going on in social media world that I thought was interesting. Uh, number one is Yelp now includes health and safety measures like as com- a community feedback feature hmm. uh, especially this this was something that they i think they started dabbling in it back in april when things started opening back up again but um now they're really it's all in on the app and you can leave feedback for their covid safety protocols um and then businesses can mention new services they offer including like heated outdoor seating one-on-one sessions uh disposable or contentless menu 
So it works both ways. If you, you know, if you want to leave feedback or where you're at, if you felt that um, you felt safe for, with their protocols, you can do it that way. Or businesses can let you know what they've changed or what they're offering so that you feel safe there. Mm-hmm. This is a big thing. Super cool. I, I've mm-hmm. seen uh, there's, there's been a few Twitter conversations just this week of people saying, hey, I really want to support places, but I'm not going back to, back to X because this and this and I don't feel comfortable. You know, those kinds of things. So, um, no, I think that's good going into it because that, that's you're, you're kind of worried going in after you see a couple places not taking things seriously. So, yeah. And I think there wasn't I mean, you could leave a, a Google review, but it doesn't necessarily something you're going to look at every time you're not going to pull up. Your Google reviews necessarily all the time. You're going to have your Yelp app if you're looking for food or places yeah. to go. Yeah, you're not going to dig into the reviews, right? So mm-hmm. um, versus, yeah, this, this, and this is if you're not on the video version of this, um, it, it's a very visual, um, you know, with some icons and things like in that review process. So it should come up. It, it, it actually reminds me of when we were talking about the security settings in the apps on the on the uh, iPhone App Store. Now that you can see, like they're not at the top, but if you scroll down, they're right there and right out there for you to see. So um, I think I think it's a good step forward. Um, let's stay on the social media for the second. TikTok has some stuff going on, right? Oh, I thought this was cool. Um, I thought this was cool. Something uh, a TikTok user pointed this out that it's, it's a huge. Everybody's like, this is a huge hack. Um, <laughs> that in, uh, it's Lee Bees is the name of the person, and they posted this video. Got two hundred thousand review views on TikTok, and what they mention is asking your local restaurant if they have like takeout sauce if they have takeout dressing if they have takeout salads like the full you know like a big container of it and they mentioned that they got a five dollar container of peanut sauce which came from their local restaurant and then got a salad you know made a massive salad and they used the peanut dressing over several days so you were kind of you know the restaurant gets the money from you buying the dressing and then you're saving money by having this giant thing of dressing which is also super cool and i looked and i forgot that eaton park one of our favorite places uh does this if you go down into the the app and you go under thing i think it's called the uh it's at the very very of course it's gonna take a sec uh groceries and merchandise on your eaton park app you can get a quart of ranch I don't know. I, I, I'm a huge fan of Eaton Park Ranch, and you can get a quart of ranch for eight dollars, or a pint of ranch for five dollars. You can get a quart of mashed potatoes from Eaton Park. So ask your local restaurant that you frequent often if they'll they offer these things where you can get quarts and of their dressing. So it's, it's like being there, and you know you get to support your restaurant. Oh, uh, this is brilliant. I love this because I, I will tell you we keep switching the ranch at the house. Because I cannot find a ranch that is good as like some of the different places we go out or order from. Um, so I am totally doing this, especially for ranch dressing. <laughs> this is this is this is top of my shopping list. So really, really, Eden Park Ranch? Like I what? Like are they making their own well, ranch or Eden something? Eden Park Ranch, and there's 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 another one. There's another place that I order wings from. Yeah, that I love their ranch dressing. But like you can never find. I'm sure it's made with some kind of mix, and it's in a large vat. It's or, a, it, or, it, it, it's something from uh, was that GFC or uh, something the commercial grocer that that you can get stuff from. Um, but but uh, I'm guessing theirs is like there's the way this tastes. It reminds me of like old school hidden. Was it hid like the Hidden Valley in- Ranch <laughs> powder? 
Um, <laughs> but I love it and I can't reproduce it. Oh, so man. now, now this is, this is a really, I'm doing totally doing this. And I really like their, I like Eaton Park's Italian dressing more than their ranch. So mm-hmm. uh, uh, just get a quart of it and then post your, your hashtag my PGH takeout of <laughs> quart of salad dressing. This is my dinner. And then tag, and tag, uh, uh, um, and then tag a, a TikTok user Lee Leebies over here, uh, spelling linked in the show notes. So, Buds, you got anything you want to take out <laughs> by the court? You know uh, I eat a lot of vegetarian hoagies, and uh, Angelo's over there in Bloomfield. Mm-hmm. The sauce that they make for their hoagies, it's this white, I don't know, this white creamy... I, I just need like a case of it. I need a case of it. <laughs> so I'm gonna ask them. I'm gonna ask them if they do it because the, yeah. they they actually started selling it, but it's this little tiny little thing. And for my other sandwiches, this their sandwich. I need it for my sandwich too. Mm-hmm. So I need like a case of that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, <laughs> now that now that we're all hungry. And why do we put that right next to the food ad? Because you know who can pro- who probably definitely does it? Our friends at Slice on Broadway. <laughs> While we're thinking of it. Um, let's uh, let's pop up. I got a couple video game notes over here. One, I didn't get to dig into this yet. So so not no hands-on. Hopefully I can come back after that is. Um, because this seems to happen like once or twice a year. That somebody sneaks a video game emulator into another app on the iOS store. Which means it's probably not going to be long, around for, for long. But somebody put a Game Boy emulator into an app store, into an app disguised as a messaging app. Now, the app itself, and let's see, it's listed on the, let me bring it up. It's, it's just called, um, sorry, it's not loading right over here. What is it doing? Oh, I think it's already been taken down. <laughs> so, um, Oops. Oh, and unfortunately, this article was actually a, a, a how-to. Um, it was just under... The app was actually called GBAEMU, and it was labeled on the App Store as an app for GBA player community. So, again, a messaging app, quote-unquote, for fans of the Game Boy Advance or the Game Boy you know, video game system. And then it just happened to play the ROMs if you were to onload them. So... Um, but uh, no, it looks like it's already gone. According to this, this this article was from Monday, and the App Store, which should just pop up, even on my Mac over here, does not seem to be. It looks like it's not available. So I think they got onto that pretty quick. So, um, and the other video game news, uh, we're talking about like like Roku being installed on TVs earlier. Buttons. Uh, mm-hmm. How about your video games? Uh, Stadia, yeah, yeah. Stadia, and Nvidia. Uh, we've been talking about, of course, I've been talking about for months and in, in, in playing with the streaming options the, the, that you can play your uh, high-end video games off of. Um, they're actually going to be uh, putting the Stadia and GeForce new apps natively on LG TVs in 2021. And, uh, you know, I, I, that's, that's that kind of effect. Like, hey, how many people have Roku's now? Like almost everybody that bought a TV in the last two years, right? Uh, so now it's going to be, hey, do you want to play that top? video game that just came out for 60 bucks um, you don't have to buy a 500 dollar console here it is and it's going to look better and no patches <laughs> so um it, of course this is part of ces where 
this is, this, is, this is the fun part, isn't it, Chilla? That um, we're going to get all these, we get all these TV show-offs, but nobody's there to tell us what the TV actually looks like. So we get to see 4K TVs uh, demos on our on our on our phones. <laughs> and there, yeah, that's very true. And I, I I've seen where like some people are getting those devices shipped home for review. I think I Justine. I don't know if it was a joke or not, but she was talking about the Surface Hub 85 inch device. Jeez. Um, the one thing that I was happy to hear too from LG, I wish they would have gone back a little further, but from what I read in a, I don't know if it was the Verge article that you have there, but I read that they are going to backport. So TVs that were released in 2020 should also pick this up. They probably won't get it first, well, good. but the 2020 line will get um, the, the Stadia and GeForce as well. I'm, I, I feel like I feel like I'm on the verge of my like I'm gonna end up with a TV. Like I'm just like there's those little things with my my old my Vizio that I'm like this thing's gonna go soon, right? Like it's not looking bad or anything, you're, but just you're, you're, you're hoping. Yeah. <laughs> you need a reason. As if as if I need to buy a new TV right now, right? So you know what's gonna happen is the the Vizio is gonna go that which is a a 42 inch TV I can carry under my arm because it's so light. I'm gonna have to take home this plasma that I bought when we started the studio here, that if this falls off this post, it's going to kill somebody. Uh, because it's it's a team lift, guys. It's a plasma. And I and probably a big contributor to my electric bill. Uh, so, like, that's what I'm going to end up with. But the picture is the sharpest of any television I have. It's ridiculous. Uh, but, uh, no, yeah, it's going to be... It, yeah, it, it's going to be... Everybody's going to have access to everything just from the TV they buy. And... Unfortunately, that also means it's all going to be, you know, uh, tuned out and need updated in about three years. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Uh, let's see. Any other uh, gadgets here of interest before we get to the tips? Katie, Chilla. Oh, we can talk about what Cadillac's doing at CES. What's Cadillac doing? Oh man, they've got. A Speaking of things we can't afford, <laughs> I know they have a self-driving, and I think someone referred to it as a toaster. What the it hell? It really looks like a toaster. It does. <laughs> it's a pod concept vehicle. Uh, it's a driverless. It's supposed to drive you, and it's got aromatherapy. It checks on your. It, it reads your vital signs via ver- ver- biometric sensors in the seat to adjust heat, humidity aromatherapy and lighting there is also a way to there's an interior interior camera that will take photos so that you everybody will be in the picture when they take it (laughs) and if that's not cool enough we got a drone we can fly around in our cadillac drone (laughs) electric drone You'd be sleeping a car. It has to drive you. <laughs> yeah, seriously. This this is the this is the the uh, the realization of the uh, uh, Will Smith I Robot car, right? Yeah. Hopefully, without what what happens next. Uh, but, um, uh, th- but yeah, so you know when you're flying to your your fancy event, you just want to ro- land on the roof of the building and you know, make your entrance. You can have your Cadillac drone <laughs> drop you off. These are concepts. These are, you know, uh, you know. It, 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 I I don't even know if there's a physical make of this. They said it's a virtual event. 
Um, these all look like they are probably um, art, 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 artist renderings, CG renderings of things. Doesn't even look real with him standing beside it. Uh, so, uh, also, also, GM rebranded. Did you see that? Like they changed the logo. Like it's been. I feel like they've been... it's supposed to look like a plug. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> we all got to no. plug in our cars soon. Okay, I got you. Right? Yeah, like they're they're trying to be like eco friendly and promote promote that. So yeah, it's supposed to uh, the new GM logo is supposed to be listen representative of a of a EV plug. Listen, before in the before times, I used to spend every spring around all these Ford and General Motors peoples, and 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 if we have the events this year. Uh, I have so many questions for them. <laughs> just, I have so many questions with things. I want to go to the gym like, so a toaster, huh? That's that's fun. <laughs> Tell me about the toaster, you know? So, um, and, and disclaimer, GM does, does uh, GM and Intel actually um, are the main sponsors of the auto drive challenge that um, I, I, I'm involved with on the media side. So, um, yeah. So love you. Love you guys. <laughs> No, I've, I have serious. I, I have legitimate uh, 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 tech enthusiast questions for them, but uh, and they're usually pretty great over there. So uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, they usually throw some odd concepts out there. Um, we mentioned, I, I guess, we mentioned in passing, uh, BMW was using video blogs for all of their um, AI stuff, including an uh, old friend of the Pittsburgh area podcast. Uh, I Justine was a part of that too, where she's talking to a car through her computer awkwardly it seems so uh so that, that was kind of a fun fun friend of the show that popped up over there um we're running a little short on chilla's pumpkin time so i want to skip to a couple of tips that we have over here um so this was a cool thing that i i, I found so I've always, ever since I got the Apple Watch, I know there's some things that are like you can hit record, and and I've been always been waiting for that killer app for my watch to feel like it was part of my media workflow, I guess. And this is one, I guess, this is a feature that just rolled out with a recent update. But uh, according to this over this article over on the Verge, um, this this person learned that you can use your Apple Watch as a viewfinder for vlogging. So the idea is if you don't have the picture, uh, typically if you want to take video uh, with your iPhone, probably with any phone, you probably want to use the back camera, right? Because it's going to be the better of the two cameras probably across the board. Uh, so, But then you can't see the framing. You can't see what's going on there. You can do other methods like connect it to a computer, like how I kind of show apps over here. But there is actually a function for you to show your video viewfinder and picture viewfinder on your Apple Watch. So the fun thing is, well, for me, I kind of figured out if you kind of hold with your Apple Watch and the phone right next to it, you can see the viewfinder and mostly be looking at the at the same thing, and, and you're pretty good there. Um, but ideally, as they're showing in the picture, take your watch off, wrap it around your phone, and now you got a self cam, like you know, just like you would if you're on a selfie cam viewfinder going on there. So how do you do that? You uh, <laughs> You, you go to your camera remote app, um, and then on your on your watch itself, open it on the phone, and when you switch the video mode and set it up and record, um, and again, the record button's going to be on the viewfinder itself and everything, and it 
works pretty seamless. Now, when I tried this, I would say you use it as a potential like like kind of a guide. I'm using a, a Apple Watch Series Three, maybe because it's an older one. This is why I'm having issues. Um, it was very delayed. But again, I think the biggest thing is you want to make sure that framing is correct, right? So if you have it there on your tripod or you're holding it or something, you're not going to move a whole lot and you'll have a good general idea at it. Again, if you have like the, what are we up to, Series 6 or something, um, if you have one of those, it may be a little more smooth because it's it's doing probably video over Bluetooth, right? And that could get a little fishy, Chilla. You're probably yeah, one of Bluetooth. Uh, I'll be honest with you. So and i'm trying to think maybe it, it it may use it may use wi-fi if your phone depending on how you have your watch set up um because your watch can join wi-fi now mm-hmm. um even the series three could i will tell you that we use this repetitively over the christmas holiday really because and and thanksgiving because typically we when we're making dinner or we're doing something and we take family pictures of the three of us, usually there's someone else in the house Mm -hmm. to to take the picture for us. And we always take a picture with our Turkey, like the Turkey in front of us and the, the, and all three of us standing there and there was no one to take that picture. And it was Christopher that actually said, how are we going to get our picture taken for, for dinner? And I said, and, and Carla is the one that said, Oh, we'll just set it up with a tripod. And then I'm like, but how am I going to frame it? It's going to look horrible. And I'm like, Ooh, the watch. And, and I'll tell you, we ended up using the watch trick. My, I told my dad about it. He used, they, he used the watch trick for family photos. Um, no, it's, it, it's become like the, the norm. There you go. There you go. You can see that on the camera. If you're on the video version, I actually just did it real quick while you were talking. And actually it's not too bad. It's not too bad. It's pretty, I mean, it's pretty quick. And then we used the, the timer feature too, because if you're taking a photo, it'll, it'll use the timer. Mm-hmm. So then it's like a three, three second delay and the flash will flash and then and, it'll take the picture. And you do have the record button and you have the, I think that is the, oh no, there's a little three button thing. What does that do? <gasps> Ooh, from here, you have a menu to switch which camera you're using. Mm-hmm. And turn on the flash, sec- like all the stuff that would be basically at the top of your, of your screen. So that's pretty cool. That's a nice little hack if you if you happen to have all these things. So, um, and I think this this does roll back. I don't know if it probably doesn't roll back before the series three. So, um, so that's a little little media tip if you have an iPhone, if you have an Apple Watch. Um, and I keep seeing if anybody interested in Apple Watch, the um, the threes um, keep going down in price from what I'm. I've been seeing. And I imagine it works probably with, I don't know, would it work with the iPad? I'm not sure. There's no there's watch no, app. There's no watch the app, iPad. so it doesn't connect in the same way. That's right. So that's, uh, have fun with that. So, Buttons, thank you so much for joining us. Is, is that a tip you, you can pass along to anybody over there at Grind City? Oh, yeah. My brother's an Apple king. There you go. Because- He's the Apple King, and he's also a Raven fan. So you know we're constantly fighting. <laughs> I told him to take that roadkill hat off. He don't want to listen to me. And now that the Steelers got brutally beaten, I have no legs to stand on at all. So I was just giving tips now. Something he doesn't know. <laughs> hey, yo, it's the same colors as uh, as Roku. Just have him put a different logo over the hat, and he's all set, right? So uh, yeah. nah. <laughs> 
yeah. work it to your favor. But thank you so much again, Grind City on your uh, Grind City TV on your Roku, on your Android, uh, and of course, uh, GrindCity.biz on the web. Go check it out, and we might have a show there on uh, uh, Wednesdays at uh, eleven o'clock as well. Uh, but <laughs> thank you so much. Glad you could join us. You've earned your glasses. You're, you earned your specs today. Word. <laughs> we'll have to have you back here. Uh, Katie Dutters, uh, you are, again, everywhere. <laughs> Podcasting newspapers and your own Instagram. <laughs> Jeez. Who's a, I don't know. I don't know. She seems more media, media mogul-y than both of us, Buttons. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to be like you when I grow up. <laughs> I keep randomly showing up places. <laughs> Oh, she's taking some downtime. Oh, she's like everywhere this week. How about that? Right? It's like you have yeah. a, as if you had a book launch or something happening. <laughs> so, Katie, where can, no pay attention to me. Katie, where can where can people find you when you're not in the newspapers? <laughs> Kate Marie PGH on Instagram. Uh, I think Katie Katie Dudas on Facebook and Kate Utters on Twitter. I'm here and there on there, but there you go. <laughs> there you go. I keep tagging on TikTok, but you don't show up. So <laughs> I hope that's you. <laughs> I have to look and see what my uh, my handle is on TikTok because I, I I'm a consumer and not a creator oh, on there. I uh, I made uh well I found a K Dutters, so I just presumed. I'm like, who else would pick this name? <laughs> so, <laughs> no. uh, at Chilla, yeah, Chilla, at Chilla on the Twitters. Uh, um, hit him up about uh, and let him know how his showers are going. I'm trying, I'm trying to remember what my and I haven't created anything. Chilla five seven nine on the on the TikTok. Yes, of course. I think I might have tagged you a couple times, but I wasn't sure. I'm like, no, they don't even have pictures. They're not paying attention. I'm not worried about it. I, I'm on. I'm I'm watching. I'm just not. I'm like, if I tag them, they'll come do stuff or comment or something, right? So, um, thank you guys so much. It has been a blast. Uh, we will be back next week. And then again, Amanda uh, Narcissi of Bull Pittsburgh will actually be on next week. Uh, to, to to talk about what's going on there and how that that hashtag's going because man it's gaining some steam this week so uh, again go check out the Jagoff podcast um, that Katie was on that's on your podcast feeds as well uh, not this podcast feed but somewhere else on the internet uh, so go do that too we got a lot for you to check out um, and if you're interested we have a new project called Just Pro Wrestling News um, prowrestlingnews.com and it's on all your podcast stuff too wrestling news in under five minutes a day if you're curious what's happening and what and just don't if all you have for pro wrestling is five minutes <laughs> go check it out uh thank you everybody you have been our awesome audience have an awesome week this show is a member of the sorgatron media podcast now find out more at sorgatronmedia.com